Hey everybody, welcome to the Retire with Freedom podcast. I'm Tad Hill alongside my beautiful and talented wife, Tony. This is the show all about achieving financial freedom so you can retire with confidence and accomplish your retirement dreams. Let's get started. Today we're talking about the mysteries behind the fees, commissions, and other costs that consumers out there incur when they're purchasing an investment or insurance products or work with a financial advisor. Speaking of financial advisors, why is there a mystery about how they charge people, Tad? Well, you know, investment advisors, brokerage firms, banks, you know, they all use different models in regards to how they charge people. So some like stockbrokers, they make their money in a lump sum or a percentage they tack onto the transactions they execute on behalf of their investor clients, right? Yep. Others charge a percentage fee that's tied to the amount of money and assets they're managing for a given client. Some use a combination of the two. Sometimes it's not immediately clear to folks how their advisor is being charged. And, you know, that's one of the things. You've got to be willing to ask. So sometimes people are uncomfortable about asking. And if the advisor isn't forthcoming, then it can be a difficult thing. I mean, how often do we sit down with folks and we say, how are you paying your advisor? And they don't know. Or they know, or they think they know. That's the more dangerous thing to me, Tad. They think they know and they give me a number and it's way lower than what they're really, the real cost is. Because Tad, don't you talk about when you're investing, you're paying three people? Yeah. You're paying your advisor, you're paying the investment platform. Mm -hmm. So if you've got mutual funds or you've got a managed portfolio, so if you've got an advisor and then there's a portfolio manager that they work with, that's actually doing the, the buying and selling or the investment decisions inside the portfolio. Or if that advisor's just got you in mutual funds or something like that, then there's internal costs there. And then there's the custodian, which is the custodian is where your accounts are kept. Right. Now make sure there's a third party custodian. I'm kind of off on a tangent here, <laughs> yeah. but you know, the Bernie Madoffs of the world, they were their own custodian. Yeah, so we want to make so sure. So you got to make sure there's a third party custodian. Ours is Fidelity Investments, one of the most well-known, well-regarded uh, financial institutions in the world. But you've got to make sure there's a third party custodian and that can be, you know, it could be like ours Fidelity, it could be uh, Schwab, it could be Vanguard, it could be, you know, E-Trade, Scott Trade, TD Ameritrade. I mean, those are Yeah, just make sure custodians. your advisor isn't holding <clears throat> the funds. Right. But, you know, the other thing too, Tad, I mean, you know, even if someone is doing it themselves, mm-hmm. I mean, don't, don't people think that if I do it myself, I can, I'll save money. You uh, will. I'll, well, You'll save money on your on the what you're paying to have your planning done. But but uh, I mean, but you can do your own heart surgery and save money on, from on the surgeon too. Right, but I think a lot of times the cost could be higher oh, with the mistakes absolutely. being made because yeah. you don't really know what you're supposed to be doing and when you're supposed to be doing it and how much you're supposed to be doing and all those kinds of things. Those decisions, just the buy and hold doesn't work anymore. And people that are trying to make those decisions are tough. And then what's segmented out for healthcare, and what are we going to do about taxes and what's going to happen when, you know, we, we want to do things and then transition to now we need to do things and how is that going to be paid for? And Well, one of the things that we say all the time, and we say this in our retirement planning class that we teach, unless you're a retirement planner as a living, mm-hmm. if you're not a retirement, if somebody out there isn't a retirement planner, their retirement is the first one they've ever planned. Right. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. They're doctors, lawyers, managers, executives, salespeople, you know, working folks that, that have any number of vocations. And so 
if their retirement is the first one they've ever planned, I tell people to, to ask themselves this question. Is the first time you do something usually your best work? No, it's never your best work. Right. What happens the first time you do something? You make mistakes. You don't think about what you should think about, and you wish you had it to do over again. So, so why am I going on this long uh, tangent when we're talking about cost? Well, you talked about do-it-yourselfers, right? Yeah, that's a the high The people cost. that are going to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and so sometimes, Tony, they think that, uh, in our experience, that managing the investments is the only thing you need to do in retirement planning. Right. Mm-hmm. But how are we going to make sure we're turning those investments into income? How do we make sure that income is going to last as long as they do? How do we make sure we're being as tax efficient as possible? And a lot of times the folks that are trying to do it themselves are way underestimating. How many times are they way underestimating what they're spending? So what they're assuming, their assumptions are off. I always say if, you're, if your number one assumption, which is what you're spending, is off, everything behind it's off. Mm-hmm. Everything's off. So if they, they under-assume what they're spending, they under-assume what they're going to be paying in taxes, they over-assume how much their investments are going to earn, Oh yeah. and all of that is the natural disaster that's headed their way. Tad, how many times do people after 2008 that were trying to do it themselves, that you know everything was great when everything was up, came in and said, please save me from myself? And, and this, this was from people that were either investing in, in real estate, like they did that, they flipped houses, or they did those kinds mm-hmm. of things. Please save me from myself. I thought I knew how to do this. It is way out of out from under me now. You know, we've got strategies, you know, more than one strategy that weren't down in 2008. Right. A lot of people don't even know that that's possible. Yeah, I, you're right because a lot of folks think, well, I just I didn't do any worse than anybody else. Yeah, I was only down 35%. Everybody else was down 50. But here's the point. Forget all of that, what everybody else did. And you know what I'm saying? I tell people, forget what everybody else did. Mm -hmm. We're not trying to manage. You you don't care about other people's retirements and how it's going to work for them. The thing you care about is, are we going to be okay? And are we going to run out of money or not? And what's the best, surest way not to do that? And if all folks are thinking about is, well, as long as the market does X, this amount every year, I should be fine. But then... Let me tell you something, Ted. Don't you find that people will really start watching their accounts month by month as they're pulling money out and as they see the market, not even correcting, just fluctuating like it does nowadays, Mm -hmm. you know, down 7%, up 10%, down, you know, it keeps going up and down. But if you can't spend up and down like that, and as you see these things happening, the little hole you're digging gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And pretty soon it's like, oh my gosh. 30% 30% of my money has gone through either losses and or spending, right. you know? So now what do we do now? Fix this problem for me. And so, you know, all of this started with us talking about cost of investments, <laughs> right? Right. right. And, so, <laughs> and, and the cheapest way to do this is to do it yourself. But again, it's do it yourself. But what's the potential cost of that? Oh, I, right. to me, I think it's huge. The potential cost with working, doing it yourself or working with somebody, the wrong advisor, that cost is too high. I don't care what you're paying them or not. And just to be clear to our listeners, you know, we are investment advisor representatives. So, so we're an investment advisory firm that is a fee-based practice. Mm -hmm. So we, we don't charge commission when we buy and sell stocks and bonds or any of that sort of thing. It's a level fee percentage of what we're managing. 
So we've got skin in the game with our clients. I call it a three-legged sack race. <laughs> we're in a three-legged sack race, and the goal is the same. So we're in it with you. You know, right. We want you to be very successful. That's our goal, too. I mean, it always is. I mean, Because if, we're, if, we're, if, we, if people that get paid that way, if we're down, then we're all suffering because we're down. Mm-hmm. If we're up, we're all benefiting because we're up. But if you're working with a broker or a brokerage firm, and they got all their commission on the front end, I'm not saying they don't care, but there's not nearly as much financial incentive for them to uh, be in the boat with you. Would you like to see if Freedom Financial Group and you and your family might be a good fit to work together on your retirement plan? Schedule a 15-minute discovery call with us at askfreedomfinancial.com. That's askfreedomfinancial.com. And we'll cover any questions you have, explain the Retire with Freedom process, and outline where we can, or perhaps can't, help you with your situation. Again, you can book your call at askfreedomfinancial.com, that's askfreedomfinancial.com, or by clicking the link in the description of today's episode. So, Tony, there's a difference between what's considered a captive versus an independent advisor, right? Mm -hmm. Captive financial professionals required to sell only the products offered by their own company. Mm -hmm. Working with a captive advisor or insurance agent may limit access to the product services strategies that are actually tailored to their needs. And this is something that I want to make sure that I tell people to ask. There are a lot of people out there that call themselves financial planners and advisors. Yep. And they're insurance agents. Or they're just brokers. Or they're just brokers. Here's a question that you can ask. Are you licensed to do financial planning and charge a fee for a financial plan? So you may think charging a fee is a bad thing. Well, my broker, my advisor doesn't charge any fee to do planning. They just invest my money. But that probably means they're not licensed to do planning. Right. And to charge a fee for planning. Mm -hmm. So ask yourself this, how often do you go to work every day and do your work for free and don't ask for a paycheck? Right. (laughs) They're getting paid. They're just getting paid. So if someone isn't doing planning, those are some telltale signs that they're just investing your money. They're not licensed to do that. And they're not really planners. And Ted, don't you, you know, usually when we sit down with folks the first time, think about it, the first time we sit and we're looking at their statements or looking at how things are currently invested, you could put a blindfold, you could just cover up the statement and know who the 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 institution is oh, and yeah. see and see what the holdings are and go oh this is that that is like we know who it is based upon the holdings yeah, because it's not, their only solutions i don't want to call people out i but, won't do it either but but most but. most brokerage firms are that way, right? They've exactly. got agreements with mutual fund companies and they sell their and when, mutual funds. And when I see those mutual funds, when I see those annuities, <clears throat> when I see that thing, I'm like, oh, I know exactly which wirehouse this came from. You know, they've got agreements with, you know, insurance companies and they sell their, uh, usually their annuities. So I would ask myself this, Tad, if I'm thinking, I'd, I'd be going, well, wait a minute. Am I getting all the options that are available to me or am I just getting the ones that they sell? Right. So it's kind of like going into a, a Ford dealership. Are they going to be telling you about the Toyotas and, yeah. and, and, the, and the Hyundais or whatever, the Mercedes? They're not because, not that they're bad. I love the Ford dealership. They're great, you know, whatever. But 
they can't sell you anything but Ford stuff. They can sell you all kinds of different Fords, right. but they're not going to be able to sell you other things. And and see, I don't even think of what we do is we own a business. So when you're in, when you own a business, obviously, you know, we have to earn a profit. We have to make a living. Otherwise, how would we pay for our children to go to school, which we have two in college right now? But I, don't, I really do think of what we're doing as helping people think through everything. Right. And all of the options. Right. We can do it this way. We can do it that way. We can do it the other way. What are the pros and cons? Do, which way do we want to do it? Here's how we get paid. Mm-hmm. If we do it this way, that way, the other way. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So all of that is part of the transparency. And transparency to me is huge. So we're an independent advisor. So what's the, the difference between an independent advisor and a captive advisor or a captive agent is that we don't have those restrictions on what we have to use. Right. Yeah. We can use anything we want to use, whatever suits the job we're trying to do. That's what we're able to do. Insurance services provided through Freedom Financial Group. Any and all other services related to insurance are an outside of business activity and are not offered through or supervised by AE Wealth Management, LLC. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business Freedom Financial Group. Freedom Financial Group is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Freedom Financial Group are not subject to investment advisor requirements. AEWM and Freedom Financial Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Freedom Financial Group is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this podcast shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Freedom Financial Group.